This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Thank you so much to Jonas um, Masotla bringing us straight to the beginning of the show. It is the Yellow Mike family. Welcome to it. My name is TC, taking you through to 8 p.m. this evening. Lots in store um, when we're looking at the Yellow Mike. Um, and now we're speaking about today. Of course, we know that today is World Stroke Day, 29 October 2020. Um, and and uh, the campaign matters um, to us all because it helps to spread awareness about strokes. And in June 2013, a certain organization was started by George Scholar. Um, it was approached, he approached the Heart and Stroke Foundation um, South Africa and asked if they could nominate him to be the World Stroke Organizer, um, organization to him to, to the World Stroke Organization to participate in working in a working group made up of seven core members from regions around the world to develop a global stroke bill of rights, particularly aimed at stroke survivors and and carriers and carers being passionate about elevating stroke awareness and the devastating consequence consequences a stroke has on the lives of individuals and their families and also the low level on the general health agenda in South Africa George did not hesitate at the opportunity to create a document that would be would that would be developed by stroke survivors and carers and uh, yes so that is going to be leading us to our conversation with a representative from the stroke survivors foundation and we're speaking to tobeka this evening she's going to be telling us a little more about the organization and of course why is it important to have world stroke a day and of course the consequences and uh, you know what does this mean for you to survive a stroke what are the changes that happen in your body what are the changes that those around you need to be aware of where is the support that is their support um you know for stroke survivors and i i, I believe that the organization was formed to give support to stroke survivors you know to really equip people once they've had a stroke to go out and rehabilitate them into um, the big world the big scary world Um, we're going to be moving on swiftly Um, we do have Benjamin Dube saying you blessed me still we've got about 10 minutes after um, 7 right now all right, that is of course Benjamin Dube um, saying that you blessed me still, and that he that is what he does. He blesses us still, family, in the midst of everything that one may go through, in the midst of the losses, in the midst of the sorrows. But uh, you can view your life and uh, you know do a proper review, and you would see that uh, there are more blessings than there are you know the losses. So tonight we are speaking to the guys or the group of Stroke Survivors Foundation. Um, but on the line, we will be having Utobeka. Um, Utobeka is going to be speaking to us about what the organization does and how the organization has benefited people that have had strokes in the past and uh, now 
are called stroke survivors. She goes by the name of Tobega Nomzamo CBC. So please do stick around for that. Um, and of course, uh, I think it's a very important thing, a conversation to have. Maybe you have had someone in your family that has had a stroke in the past and you've never known how to deal or you've never known, you know, how to support that particular person. Uh, so please do reach out to us on 081-729-1657. That is 081-729-1657. And have a conversation about uh, being a stroke survivor. Perhaps you yourself are a stroke survivor and uh, you've really, you know, um, gone through uh, the most uh, when it comes to um, surviving a stroke and you are here to tell the story. Want to hear that story? 0817291657. Alternatively, you can reach us on 37988. That is 37988. Um, Johan Britt saying all things new. And then straight after that, we'll be having that conversation. God only knows uh, for king and country and Dolly Parton bringing us straight to, to 20, uh, two minutes past the top of the hour. And on the line, I do have Tobega with me. Um, Tobega comes from the organization Stroke Survivors, Stroke Survivors Foundation. And she's going to be telling us a little bit more about what they do there um, in light of it being Stroke World Stroke Day today. Tobega, how are you this evening? Good evening, TC. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to having this conversation with us um, on this uh, very significant day um, where it is a World Stroke Day. We thought that uh, it uh, is only right for us to have a conversation with um, mm -hmm. one of the representatives from Stroke Survivors Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, Tawega, we're going to go straight into it. Why um, do we have this day um, and what does this day mean? mean um, to stroke survivors? No, thank you, TC, for giving us this chance to actually speak to the people because, I mean, why World Stroke Day? There's a high number of people who suffer from strokes worldwide. I mean, TC, in South Africa alone, it's estimated that you're looking at about 131, 400 strokes a year, just in a year, with 25 25,500 deaths as a result of stroke. You know, that, that's quite a, a scary stat. Quite a scary stat. And it's not only affecting young people, older people, you know. It happens to anyone, anywhere, anytime, you know. So the main aim of World Stroke Day is to raise awareness about the serious nature of stroke, educate people, preventative measures and ensure that you know survivors actually get the necessary support and care and for themselves and loved ones I mean it does not only impact the person but it affects the people closest to them also absolutely um, now looking at uh, the organization that you're representing tonight stroke survivors foundation um, mm -hmm. How was the organization established, firstly, and, of course, mm -hmm. the purpose that it serves the community? Okay. Well, the organization started off as one of the biggest problems that we've had in the country, where there aren't a lot of organizations that are there for stroke survivors, you know. 
a lot of issues arise once a person leaves the hospital, if they do get that week, you know, where now it's a matter of having to adjust into your normal setting, but with a different self, you know, because stroke is traumatic, you know, it has devastating impact to the individual and to the family. So this foundation was founded by survivors themselves. So we always say it's stroke survivors by survivors for survivors, you know. Um, This was Charlene Marie and George Fowler who had experienced a stroke in their 30s. So in them leaving the hospital, they they tried to seek out some form of support, but there were no organizations that were there in existence at the time. You know, and that is how actually Stroke Survivors Foundation was formed, based on the need that they saw they themselves needed. You know, speaking from it as a survivor myself, you know, it, it, it presents certain challenges where there is a certain level of isolation, feeling like you're the only one who's going through this. But if you have, if you know that there's available networks of people who have actually experienced what you have experienced in your young life. It, it makes the journey to recovery or adaptation much more easier. So basically, we aim as the foundation to actually create a, a, a network, a national network, you know, to help people post-discharge, rehabilitation, and offer support, basically, helping survivors and families to actually uh, adapt to the new life and be able to have a support network of people who are going through the same experience or experience similar uh, challenges, basically, and and in learning, I guess, to, to adapt and live and live the best life. Indeed. Um, mm. Then you also mentioned that you yourself are a stroke survivor. It would it be possible for you to just take us through, you know, maybe in short, um, just mm-hmm. sort of maybe leading to the stroke and then the period after how you um, were able to get support? Okay. I had my stroke at the age of 21. Sure. Great. Out of college, first time working, boom, my life changes. Wow. You know, um, it was difficult for myself because now I had to adapt to these to these changes. I had to my family had to sort of adapt to this new me. You know, there was certain there's a lot going on, not just physically. You know, there's an the emotional element that needs that needs a lot of support. That you know you're not alone. There are other people that have experienced it. So it was such a turmoil for me and the family, and I think at the time, you try to search online. You, you, you try to connect via hospitals and be like, is there? And they're like, no, because they, they, they would cater for older people, you know, 60 plus, where we thought, yes, that's the early age group that would normally experience the show. But hey, first-hand experience, that, that's not true. That's not true. So takes people randomly. You know, and for me, getting support came in the form of the organization and being able to get um, a, a network of professionals, because also it's important when, when you're going through your rehabilitation, 
you speak to people who are on their journey and going to practitioners who have actually worked with stroke survivors, I think it, it makes it sort of easier because you feel they've had such, they've such space with people who have gone through what you've gone through. So I, I think it, it basically was very helpful a lot, you know, um, having, having such a structure in life and also for family and also for family because for them also, they're going through their own emotional and adjustment, you know, all around. How do they then adapt? How do they then help support you while they're themselves receiving support, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the, the the word that I'm hearing a lot uh, that runs through the, the you know your reply is support. Support is everything yeah. um, when it comes to uh, being a stroke survivor. Yeah. Now, um, when we look at the organization itself, um, Stroke Survivors Foundation, what would you say are your core fundamentals as organization in, you know, in terms of helping people um, and supporting people through their journey? Okay. I would, I would say for us, we, we come mainly post-discharge. We, we have a PDSS, which is post-discharge stroke survivors, where then, after you've left hospital, then what happens to your space? Um, with, with the main aim of providing, main aim of providing those networks, main aim of, uh, of a support groups, you know, um, having the same age group that, because some of these people who experience a stroke at a young age, they're working, you know, in that, in that moment, everything changes also for them. So we offer all of that, and there is information, information, not just for the survivors. Right now, we actually are connected with people on an international basis. You know, we have uh, Stroke Focus, which is an American organization. In Africa, we are affiliated with a lot of other support groups, um, which then, I think, for, for people, when you're seeking out information, it's very, very important. Um, a lot of studies basically that we've looked at have shown that in most countries, educating people about signs and symptoms of stroke actually limits or reduces the impact of the stroke on a person. So we, would, we, we wish that more and more is done, you know, to raise awareness, to educate, even at, at a school level, you know, because the child might see symptoms in the next person or even themselves. I mean, we have, we've had a 14-year-old, even a 13-year-old suffer a stroke. So uh, that, that is our main focus and in reaching to different communities. You see, we find that a lot of people in rural areas or in disadvantaged communities they need the most support because the resources are limited, you know. So us being able to have the ability to reach out, at the moment it's a bit of a struggle due to lack of funding, but we are trying our best to reach out to these people, to connect with these people and get them the proper support, creating a wider network of all the necessary resources. I mean, as, as I said to you earlier that, uh, the organization was founded by survivors, for survivors, you know. So it's 
we, we literally, most of us are still survivors. So we practically know the journey of, of, of a stroke, of the rehabilitation. Days are not the same. Hey, today is this, the next day is that, the next day is super. You know, so um, working with, working with survivors and families is, is the main thing for us to have you adapt, improvise, and hey, Let's live. Yeah, definitely. Let's live. It's not the end of the day and it's not the end of your life once you do have a stroke and you do survive. Um, so that's mm. why I think um, you need to have that fighting spirit and the support around you. Um, then coming to the misconceptions, um, negative stereotypes of uh, survivors, of stroke survivors. Mm. I would say, hey, I think one one thing that we find being major is the fact that people think when you've suffered a stroke and then maybe you've acquired a disability on top of that, because remember, stroke attacks the brain. You know, people tend to treat you as if you, you, you no longer, you can no longer contribute in society to family or to the workplace. You just, you become a number, basically, in society. And, you know, that, that negative impact on the survivor actually hinders a lot because, I mean, we have a lot of people that have been able to go back to the workplace. Some of them are entrepreneurs, you know, and some of them have gone to academics. It, 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 it doesn't, ha- having people understand that uh, surviving a stroke, a stroke, somebody had made a lovely example of this as if it's like having been in a car crash, you know, and having to live through that, the wreckage thereafter, you know, taking the car, getting it fixed, just with, you know, that, that is, it, that's the kind of impact it has. But it does not mean you are no longer useful. It does not mean you can no longer function in society. I think the change of the narrative when it comes to stroke needs to change. The education around stroke needs to change. I mean, looking at another one, some people look at it as a curse, where that has been found a lot in, I say, African communities, where then people are isolated a lot, and they're no longer allowed to participate in uh, family gatherings, in whatever is done in the family, because you look at as you are being cursed for some reason, which is not fair, you know. It becomes, it's something that happens out of everybody's control. It has physical emotional and mental implications for the individual. And by doing that, you're not helping the situation at all. You know, you in turn worsening everything that's going on with, with the survivor basically and, and the family, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. Right, so we're going to be continuing. Um, now, in terms of, of course, you've already shared your story, which I'm sure it's a memorable story. But are there other <laughs> stories which, uh, you know, just come up as highlights, um, you know, mm. from the time of inception of Stroke Survivors Foundation? Um, there are a few stories there of survivors that I can share with you. But I think the one that I would like to share with people, speaking to the fact of time, being very important, being aware of symptoms, 
we have a Mr. Gamini who was actually experiencing certain symptoms. You know, he wasn't sure of exactly what his symptoms were, but he actually phoned up and said, um, this is what is happening to me. I'm really not sure. And the first advice was get yourself to hospital ASAP. He was able to get himself to hospital. He ended up suffering a miniscule, you know, which actually helped him to reduce the impact of stroke because if he hadn't reacted within that time space, it could have led to him suffering, you know, um, bigger impact from the stroke, more uh, more dire, basically, impact where he might have ended up with a severe disability because of it. You know, speaking to the people, I think on on our website, which is www.strokesurvivors.org.za, we have all the information that people might want to see that need to know, basically. We have um, a sign, know the signs, be fast, you know. Where when you lose your balance, where when your eye, when you blurred in your vision, your face starts to droop, your arm feels numb and weak, when your feet start to uh, have difficulty speaking and you're really not sure why, because these symptoms can come randomly, you know. Reaction time. Reaction time is nothing more that I can say. You know, looking after your health, looking after your stress level, looking after the ones around you, you know, because as I said earlier, you never know. You never know. It takes people randomly. So being aware of the symptoms and signs of the show and being able to get yourself help is the best thing you can do for yourself or your loved one or a friend. It, it, I think it's defining because doctors can help in the same light. I mean, we respect people have different beliefs in, in, in what causes a stroke, which is fine, but our main point is get as much help as possible and know that you are not alone. Know that you are not alone. We end this together. Yeah, definitely know that you are not alone. Um, Tobega, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence today and for sharing your journey um, and your story with us. It means a lot. I'm sure that someone out there that's listening um, has gained valuable information this evening. So can you please share your um, contact details, uh, social media handles and website address um, so that uh, our, our listeners will be able to reach you? Okay. Our website, which has, as I said, it has everything I would say that people would need. Just log on to www.strokesurvivors.org.za you will find all the necessary information, including the support groups that we have, including information on stroke, you know, and uh, about us and the work that we do. You'll be able to get our contact details, our Facebook page, you know, where we get to interact. We even have a um, WhatsApp um, where it's, it's in contact. We have all the young stroke survivors that get to interact um, on their own, you know, get to share their experiences, get to share the daily daily challenges basically encourages other and actually yeah, share referrals. You can also 
get through to this number, 082-306-3214. Can I repeat it? It's 082-306-3214. Fantastic. Tobega, thank you so much uh, for speaking to us about um, strokes, um, survivors, and, of course, the organization that you represent, Stroke Survivors Foundation. And, of course, for telling us uh, your narrative, you know, when it comes to um, strokes and being a stroke survivor yourself. Um, So thank you once again, and may the organization continue to grow stronger and stronger and help more people and be a form of support to more people within the community. Thank you so much. Thank you, TC, for having us. We're hoping that we will have an opportunity to reach as many people as possible, educate as many people as possible, and be able to be impactful, basically, to the whole of South Africa, international stage, and let them know that stroke is serious. More and more people are being impacted by stroke. If the World Health Organization says one in four people will suffer a stroke in lifetime, Look after yourself. Look after people who have stroke. They still have a life. Treat them as you would treat yourself. You know, we survivors, we have made it, and we are making an impact in the world. It's not the end. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and have a blessed evening ahead. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, Titi. I am your Lord and I understand. Oh, yes, sometimes we have those times and those days where we feel as if nobody understands. Oh, I cannot be smoking local nut, not, not. <laughs> Family, if you just tuned in, we have been speaking to Utobeka. Um, Utobeka represents the Stroke Survivors Foundation. And today it being... Um, World Stroke Day, we decided that we're going to have this conversation about strokes because they affect us, you know, whether you're Christian, whether you're not. Um, A stroke is a stroke and we need to understand our bodies, learn our bodies. And I would say go to www.strokefoundationsurvivors.co, strokesurvivorsfoundation.co.za and find out some facts about uh, what strokes are about. How do you know when you're about to have a stroke? Because she emphasized the fact that uh, the time of reaction is very important um, when one is going to have a, or one, when one is in the process of a stroke. I've heard incredible stories before, you know, testimonies about people saying, you know, I could feel my body um, and maybe I drove myself to the hospital or I took a, um, a blood thinner. Um, actually my mom in, I think it was two years ago, she had been, she had a headache the whole day. Um, and the back of her neck was just really weak and getting numb. Um, so she didn't really think anything into it. She just thought, oh, well, you know, it's just a headache. And uh, she also felt that the back of her knees um, were just getting numb. Um, and she couldn't really, she was walking, but it was just like this numbness. Um, so then she decided to take a blood thinner. I don't know why. 
why. Maybe she just thought, oh, because of the headache, because she just thought uh, it, an aspirin is going to help her with the headache. And the aspirin actually helped her tremendously um, because, oh, what then happened later on in that afternoon of that day, um, she collapsed. So she went unconscious. Um, and she was non-responsive for about five minutes or so. And then she woke up again. So what had happened is that her blood pressure had risen at that moment. And she um, experienced a tear. Um, and a tear is almost like a small a mini stroke. Like almost something that's between getting a getting a mini stroke and yeah just in between there that's the understanding that i got from the doctor i'm not an expert i do not have a medical degree or a master's <laughs> or a phd in uh, medicine but that that's my understanding from the doctor um so in a sense her taking that aspirin helped her prevent something that could have been more of a stroke or a mini stroke so that is what we are highlighting today that the, it is important for us to know our bodies and especially as believers you know we, we we quote this verse about our bodies being the temple of the lord and you know we need to look after our bodies and so on and so forth um that goes in hand with us definitely you know looking after our bodies making sure that we are exercising that we are eating properly that you know if we do have blood pressure that we are taking the blood pressure meds you know i think it would be irresponsible for us to not take the medication that we've been given by doctors but of course with um an understanding that you know we are you know we do believe in the power of god and his um healing hand but also um understanding that you know if you have been given pills to drink then drink those pills because also god has used those people to be the doctors that they are to give them the skill um to help you so ultimately it all works together um but also believing and praying that father i pray that these pills will work that these pills will make me better um in this situation that i'm in or with this sickness that i find myself having god is good he's in control he sits on the throne and my brother and sister he is for us and not against us he wants us to live and not to die so let's believe um in his powerful powerful hand that heals but also do take precaution in whatever it is that we are told to do go for your checkups you know go to the doctor um every three months or so go for a checkup if you feel that you cannot afford a doctor there are clinics that are available those doctors are as good as you know a formal doctor or a private doctor the doctors that are in clinics um so go there it's accessible to all of us so please family let's look after ourselves that's part of saying that my body is a temple um so fam uh, we also have, of course, Romans 8.28 that says that we all know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and for those who are called according to his purpose. Now, 
my understanding of stroke survivors is pretty much I get that feeling about that verse that my goodness you know does not everything work together for for good for those who love the Lord um God is so powerful and he's so good and you know when you hear stories of people surviving um really disastrous things or things that could be really disastrous you almost feel that wow you know God is a good God he is able definitely uh, to change situations and through those certain life-changing situations that's where I believe that you know God's hand really shines you know and uh, proves himself to be truly God proves himself to be the creator of the universe to be the the most high God family so um, this is just some encouragement from me to you that he still sits on the throne even today, no matter how devastating the situation um, that you're in seems to be, no matter how um, sad or how sorrowful it is, know that he is for you, not against you. And he will family he will turn your ashes into beauty that's the god we serve so even today believe in him believe in the god that is able to heal you the word of god says by his stripes that we shall be healed and we are healed in the name of jesus so pray over your body speak good things over your body know that god is in control um and also as I said before, take precaution. If you need to take certain medication, chronic medication, take your medication. Pray when you take your medication so that the medication does the work that it's supposed to do. If the doctor said change your lifestyle, lose some weight, you got to lose that weight, my sister, my brother. I'm in the same journey of losing weight because the doctor has told me that I'm heavier um, than I am supposed to be. So therefore, I'm in a journey of losing weight so that to get my body um, max index, I believe that is the right one um to be in the right number and it's important and yes sometimes it's embarrassing to speak about the things that are happening around us or in our body but it's um it's supposed to be like that and you don't have to tell the whole world like i just did now um but i think it's important to have support around you those people that are going to cheer you on those people that are going to remind you have you taken this did you go to your doctor's appointment did you go to the clinic today you know or people that are going to help you research about this particular particular chronic um, disease maybe that you have all this illness that you have you know they're going to help you research and say have you tried this have you heard of this and that's the support you know people need that support so even if you are not the one that's ill help others you know the way you would maybe help your mom or your dad if they're going through a certain thing and also understanding that our bodies get old and the older you get the more complicated the body gets you know if i look at myself now i was thinking about it just the other day that when in my 20s i had no problems now i've become lactose intolerant um i have become gluten intolerant like just this is just no tolerance <laughs> the body's not tolerating anything so those are sort of the things we need to learn our bodies understand our bodies and sometimes when you go through a fast that's what i found for me personally i'm not saying this works for everybody when you do fast your body then commute when you do fast and then you break your fast and then you continue your body then communicates to you in terms of what 
it likes and what it does not like. So maybe it, it could be also an ex, it, 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 like it, it could be that you've had um, whatever um, form of food in excess. So it's been, it's too much in your body and just your body is rejecting it. So also listen to your body. If your body is rejecting something, then leave it. Don't go back to it. <laughs> um, and family, that's about it that I have for tonight. I trust that we will all be safe, look after ourselves, our bodies, and of course, believe in the healing power of the Lord and also believe in the doctors that uh, God has chosen and given them the ability to heal us in his own um, unique and special way. Praise him. A new song coming your way. God bless you. And so long, my family. Love you lots and lots. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.